At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote this is v Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on v the sports betting network. v Tonight presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, hour number two on a Thursday night. And Wes Reynolds and Matt Humans here at the Circus Sportsbook. And not long ago, Rob Brandt was in the book celebrating a big win in the Circus Survivor Contest. I saw Rob down at, uh, we went down to uh, Barry's Steakhouse West, celebrated. Well, Rob's still celebrating. He just went down the street from his house and ate at Portillo's. This guy's luck mm-hmm. never ends. Uh, Rob Brandt calls in tonight from Indianapolis, West Reynolds' hometown. Rob, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? What'd you get at Portillo's? Uh, did a little Italian beef sandwich also. They're Polish sausages. Is underrated. A little grilled onions oh, yeah. on top of it. Can't miss. I couldn't agree more. And uh, I'd love to go there right now. Follow him on Twitter at Indiana Jet. And uh, Wes Reynolds, how about that Twitter handle? Because he's an Indiana football fan and a Jets fan. Mm-hmm. What a, a tortured existence. He, he, he's had some pain oh, in yeah. his life. Okay. He certainly had some pain <laughs> in his life. Being we're going to talk Indiana football for the next 10 minutes, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what the people want to hear, of course. you got to give the people <laughs> what they want. <laughs> hey, Rob, uh, how, have, how have things been for you? How have things maybe changed since you cashed that big check where you got $2.3 million in the Circus Survivor? You know, it hasn't changed very much at all. I'm kind of just back to the normal routine of things, back in the office, kind of, you know, doing my work as an attorney. That's always keeping me busy. Haven't really done much of anything. Um, you know, my, I was joking with my friends. My big purchase has been that I've hired a housekeeper. So, you know, I got someone <laughs> coming in here every other week now doing all these chores for me that I don't have to do myself anymore. Yeah, I want to win one of these things so I can hire, like, Mr. Belvedere or something. Yeah, there you go. Wes, I would imagine that you probably need a housekeeper. Yeah, I'm just no, take a no, wild no. Guess. I could, I could, I could use yeah. one. Uh, I'm not, I'm not want for cleaning, man. I gotta <laughs> really get motivated to do some cleaning. Well, that makes two of us. Sorry, yeah, uh, the... Rob. Um, 
Same way with me. That's that's why that was the purchase. That's three of us. That makes three of us. All right, Rob, let's uh, talk about the game Sunday in Las Vegas, Chiefs and Niners, and San Francisco a two-point favorite, two and a half out there in a couple spots. We kicked off the show tonight talking about Billy Walters and the GOAT and uh, his bet on the game, and uh, I think you're going to be on the opposite side here. Uh, San Francisco 49ers are going to be your side in this game. How do you plan to bet it? Yeah, I like the Niners in this game. Um, you know, for me, kind of the big thing was the, the Tooney injury. It, it sounds pretty much that he's going to be out. You know, I think it all starts with the offensive line. Um, you know, San Francisco's defense has struggled a little bit over the last couple of weeks, but they're also playing two of the better offensive lines in the league. Green Bay's got a really underrated offensive line, and Detroit might have the best. Uh, I just think, you know, I just think the pressure that San Francisco can put on Mahomes, and that's the way to beat him is to get pressure on him. I think San Francisco's going to dominate that line of scrimmage. Uh, I'm looking for a low-scoring game, and I, I, I'm going to be on San Francisco. Rob, do you think maybe a little bit of, uh, I guess, recency bias, if you will, and we know recency bias can often be the enemy of the sports better, uh, where Kansas City goes on the road, they win two playoff games uh, 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 relatively impressively, and San Francisco doesn't cover either big number at home, have to come back in the second half, so it's like, okay, were they a little bit lucky, or were they a little bit gutsy, or perhaps a little bit of both? Uh, So is, is that what you think in terms of the sentiment? We certainly haven't seen it in the number. Uh, because early action was Kansas City and then moved a little bit more towards San Francisco later in the week. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of reasons to be on Kansas City. Um, you know, you know, arguably, you know, they've got the better quarterback, right? They, you know, arguably they've got a better coaching staff, more experienced coaching staff. They got a better kicker. There's a lot of reasons to be on Kansas City. You know, I just, I honestly wasn't very impressed with that game against the Ravens last week, two weeks ago in the championship round. You know, the, the talking point coming out of that game wasn't, and it still is, it's not, wasn't how well Kansas City played, but what a bad game plan Baltimore had, right? So if Baltimore sticks to the run game, are we, are we looking at the Ravens here uh, instead of the Chiefs? I just, I don't see that happening with, with, with the Niners. I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to run the ball a lot. I, I bet McCaffrey over. Um, looking at even putting some putting something down on Elijah Mitchell, both his carries and his yards. I think they're really going to co- kind of control this, try and control the game, control the line of scrimmage, run the ball with McCaffrey, keep the passes short. Um, I think I think Debo can potentially have a good a big game in the running game. You, you know, like I said, it just starts with this, with that offensive line, and and that's the one area that where I think San Francisco has the clear advantage. Rob Brandt with us, Circus Survivor co-champion at Indiana Jet. All right, Rob, I got a couple questions for you here about the 49ers. One is, as a better on the San Francisco side, do you have a lot of confidence in Brock Purdy, or do you have a little doubt? Well, I wouldn't say I have a lot of confidence in Brock Purdy. I have a lot more confidence that they'll make sure that, you know, he doesn't have to do anything spectacular or win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I just said, I, I think this is going to be a huge McCaffrey game. You know, I think it'll be a huge Debo game, and I think it'll be a huge Kittle game. You know, controlled passing. You know, Shanahan has learned his lessons from his past Super Bowl experiences. I think he'll keep he'll keep the pedal to the metal, but you know, I just I don't I don't see him 
putting the game in Purdy's hands right. to the point where it's going to be a detriment and cause them to lose. So certainly, you know, obviously I'd rather have Mahomes and Purdy, but I just think the game script is going to work a little bit differently than it did two weeks ago with the Ravens. Well, I agree with you there, and actually that's why I bet a couple McCaffrey props, and I think he's the horse that the Niners have to ride to the winner's circle. I bet him over 34.5 receiving yards, over 89.5 rushing yards. Did you play any McCaffrey, McCaffrey props? Yeah, I've got him. I've, I haven't played anything in the receiving yards category. I got him. I Probably the first prop I made when you know it came out on DraftKings a week and a half ago, I got him. Uh, I, I think I got him at 87 and a half. So I've got him over and I've got the Checo over too. I, I think both teams are going to try and run the ball here. Yeah, no question about it. Both these teams really struggle against the run. Kansas City a little bit more by design because they're so good in coverage and and uh, have that they can get that pressure. And Steve Spagnuolo uh, can certainly bring the uh, blitzes. Uh, uh, Rob, in terms of... Uh, you know, looking more at the Kansas City side, sounds like you're leaning more toward the 49ers as as am I. But uh, uh, any maybe players you're looking to fade in terms of the prop market? I know you mentioned some overs on McCaffrey and Pacheco. Certainly makes sense. Anybody you're looking at for some unders in this game? Yeah, I think I'm going to hit both quarterbacks under their, their yardage props. Um, again, it, it kind of goes back to the game script. I think both, both teams are going to try and control the clock and run the ball. So I'll have I'll have a bet probably on Mahomes and Purdy to go under. I don't like the IU matchup. I'll probably have him uh, on, on his under as well. But you know I'm holding out to the last minute to bet any any unders to see if uh if money pours in on, on the overs and I can just get a little bit better of a line. Yeah, that's a smart thing to do, and we've been talking about that all week. If you're betting unders, wait. Because everybody yeah. when they come in, especially when a lot of the the tourists and people coming into town. They're not wanting to bet unders in these props. They want to see points. They want to see offense. So they're going to be betting yards. So wait, and you can get some really good numbers on Saturday night or Sunday afternoon. I agree with that theory in general. I wonder about a quarterback like Brock Purdy because I want to play him under. His passing yard number is 242.5. I agree with Rob. I want to play that under. Mm -hmm. Is that a prop you think the public would bet over on Purdy or not? Because I, 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 I that, really I, don't that so. I don't know. Yeah. That I mean, like Mahomes, it'll be one-way traffic, sure. not necessarily with Purdy, though. Rob Brandt with us, Circus Survivor co-champ. Uh, Rob, you said you think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. Is that right? Why do you think so? Yeah, again, I think both teams are going to just try to control the clock. Um, I think they're both going to lean on the running games here. Um, so I'd be under the 47-and-a-half as well. Um, you know, I, I could see – I can easily see this being, a you know, a 24-17, 24-16, that, that type of game. You know, one of the other things that, that put me on the Niners, too, is, you know, there are the, there, there a couple of teams in the league that run that wide nine defense that the, that the Niners like to run. You know, they have that rotation always kind of rotating in and out the defensive linemen to keep them fresh, keep them fresh in the fourth quarter, consistently apply pressure. You know, the teams that run that are the Browns, the Eagles, and the Jets. I mean, if you look at those games that Kansas City played against the Eagles and the Jets, those are the two teams that Mahomes struggled the most against because they could get the pressure on them and they could keep the pressure coming on them all game. And I see a lot of that. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you see Bosa, you know, kind of almost in a Miles Garrett role where he's lining up all over the offensive line, 
And again, especially with Tooney out, Tooney is the best lineman on that team. And if he's not playing, they've got trouble. Yeah, they certainly do. Uh, and uh, that that's what I'm wondering, you know, how, how much pressure the 49ers to get all the discussion has certainly uh, been on uh, Kansas city. Uh, uh, so, uh, Rob, uh, when you, when you're looking at this, and 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 you bet this obviously throughout the season, do you do do you go more exposure with this, or you just kind of keep it limited to a few props that you're playing? Oh, definitely more exposure. You know, you know, it's a bittersweet weekend, right? This right. Is, it's, it's the best game, but it's the last game. So yeah, so I've got a bunch of you know I've got a bunch of pizza money bets on some of the some of the kind of more popular silly props like the octopus and the doink prop and, you know, just fun things like that to kind of monitor during the game. So, you know, my sheet will be pretty long by the time Sunday rolls around. Well, he's a Circus Survivor co-champ. He just had dinner at Portillo's. Everything's going Rob Brant's way <laughs> at Indiana Jet. Rob, thanks for jumping on today, man. See you in Vegas yeah, sometime you soon. Guys having me. Thank you, Rob. Talk to you soon. Okay. All right, quick break. We get an update on the Arizona-Utah College Hoops game as soon as we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, put the VSIN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with the VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on the annual subscription right now. Get your first year for only $199. Use promo code tonight. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe. Super Bowl betting guide is out now. You get that if you're a VSIM Pro subscriber. Brent Musburger's pick is in there. I'm not sure yet what Brent's pick is. Actually, I have an idea, but I don't want to give it away. Mm-hmm. Get it in the guide. Uh, Wes Reynolds, let's get a quick update in college hoops because Arizona blew a big lead. We talked about a 16-point halftime lead at Utah. Game is in overtime in the final seconds in Salt Lake City. Yeah, 80, 82 apiece. Uh, uh, late turnover here, I think. Uh 
we might be going double overtime. I'm uh, totally guessing here since I can't unfortunately see the game, but uh, I'm showing 82 to 82 with one second left on the clock in overtime. Yeah, I'm not sure what's happening anyway. We'll update that if it goes to double OT. If you got the dog here, like I do, last thing you want is double overtime. No. But it looks like that's where it's headed. <laughs> At least Utah you got back to cover the, the game. game three times. Three times. You got to work uh, overtime to try to get the cover tonight with the uh, Utes. Colorado finished off Arizona State 82 to 70, but did not take care of business with the number, Wes Reynolds. It was eight, 14 and a half, 15 and a half out there in the market, and the Buffaloes win by 12. Yeah, they, and they kind of fell asleep at the wheel a little bit and, uh, you know, just didn't put Arizona State in, uh, you know, Team, team will just try a little bit, and uh, they were a tryhard, and 82-70, to 70, the final score, Colorado over the Sun Devils. I think we still got uh, a couple seconds left in that. Eh, it looks like it's uh, Arizona misses a shot, and we're going to double overtime yes. in Salt Lake City. All right, so got a couple Pac-12 games underway. Washington at Oregon, Washington State at Oregon State. Uh, two games left on the board tonight. If you're looking for something to bet, and uh, San Francisco Pepperdine, 8.53, 8.54, tips at 8 p.m. Nine and a half is the number with uh, San Fran favored on the road and a total of uh, 146. I did not bet this game. Did you, Wes Reynolds? Uh, no, nothing for me. Uh, San Francisco has won three in a row, seven and two in the conference. They get Santa Clara, a little bit more of a rivalry game on Saturday at home. Uh, but uh, uh San Francisco has been, I think, a solid third, maybe even borderline second, considering Gonzaga's woes. Pepperdine, by the way, has lost five in a row. They just lost to a bad Portland team on the road. So I think at about eight and a half, nine, that would be right along the number. UC San Diego is at Hawaii. I, last night I ex expressed some doubts that UC San Diego deserved to be a road favorite in this game. Now, it is a better team than you think. Went off, it looks like it's going to go off tonight at Pickham or Hawaii minus one. That's DraftKings number 137.5. But I will say, I looked into this game a little bit more last night, and I said I'm not going to play it because I, I don't really like this Hawaii team that much. Mm -hmm. And I bet against them, bet against uh, the Warriors a couple times recently, and I decided to stay away from the late game tonight too. Yeah, and, and, and one of the things I was uh, reading about this a little bit, just kind of looking up Hawaii, Hawaii's only home wins in Big West play are on the Saturday where the visitors got to make that quick trip to the island. They have not been winning on, on, on the Thursday where, you know, you have a couple day gate days where you can get out there a little bit earlier. So I kind of understand why the Tritons are, are get are getting the money here. Hawaii's just been a little bit erratic, even though they should have some, some two, some regression coming in term in terms of shooting. But yeah, the, the only league games that they've won, at home uh we're on a saturday against riverside and on a saturday against Polly, and those are two of the lower teams in the conference right now so i understand why the money is going to ucsd here even though they've kind of come back up uh, to earth a little bit but just n nothing for me here i don't see an edge well the uc san diego tritons i think opened some eyes actually i want to say december 1st when the san diego state had to score at the buzzer to take down the Tritons, uh, 63 to 62. You recall that game, right? Yes. Uh, Tritons are actually nine and two in their last 11, and they played Hawaii on January 20th, 
And the Tritons won that game 67-61. So Hawaii pretty competitive on the road in San Diego the last time these teams played. It's probably a coin flip game. I think picking mm-hmm. is probably about right. I decided not to play it tonight. I'll just have to sweat out this Utah game next. Yeah, yeah, Double nothing overtime. for me. Nothing for me in this uh, late game. Uh, yeah, Caleb Love opens with the three, eighty-five, eighty-two. That's always nice. Early on, you love to deliver bad news, don't you? I'm afraid I got some bad news. I'm bad news Barrett over here. Hey, let's uh, talk a little bit more about the Phoenix Open today uh, and golf betting, and also want to talk about the live event in Las Vegas because last on last night's show, I mentioned that. Um, a local golf pro had some information that Kevin Na had been playing this uh, Las Vegas Country Club course mm-hmm. over and over and had the most familiarity with the course by far of any of the players. A lot of these guys are going to be playing this course for the first time the last uh, past couple of days. Well, Kevin Na went out today right away and hit a ball in the water, and he sucked right <laughs> off the bat. I, I've, t- I've said this over and over again. I can't stand betting this guy. He's so annoying. He's a clown. Yeah, but we said, well, let's take a shot. At about uh, 80 to 1 last night on Na. And uh, what's he do, Wes? He, go, he goes out and he, he turns into Kevin Na right away. He did. He was for a while in last place. Now I think he finished his uh, round today at even par, but that puts him seven strokes back. And that's a lot of ground to make up. So wasted a bet on yeah, uh, the local yeah, Las I, Vegas I, player I, with the most course familiarity you would think a guy like that would play better i i played very i played very small on it so yeah, uh, i did too not gonna not gonna make or break but still still annoying i don't care yeah yeah, yeah. agreed uh how about bubba watson went off of triple digits he either got 150 to one or 100 to one on bubba he's right there in range cameron uh, smith did not play that great today um but he did play better than John Rahm. And that, that surprised me a little bit that Rahm was not better one under on the Las Vegas Country Club course. Really, really, I would have lost some money on that. I would have thought John Rahm was going to be at least three or four, or five under today at least. Yeah, I got out of the gate slow, but still still some time to catch up. Uh, right now, uh, up there on the leaderboard, you have, you know, like Harold Varner was awful last week in, in, in Mexico. And he's there he is tied for the lead. And that's yeah. the thing about Liv. I think it's, Varner was next to last in Mayakoba, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was down near the bottom, and he's yeah. seven under. Paul Casey also at uh, seven under. Uh, Thomas Peters uh, tied for third with uh, Bubba Watson, Matt Wolf, uh, both uh, his teammates uh, there in the team competition. Jason Kokrak, who has won here in Las Vegas, won at Shadow Creek actually a few years ago. I believe that was his first tour win. He is at five under. All right, in the Phoenix Open, how many players were still on the course when that was called tonight? Because there are a lot of guys who just started their it's round. Over, uh, it's half the field. They half? Basically, basically half the field uh, got done. Scotty Scheffler had played, what, about five or six holes? Yeah, one under through six. Okay. So there's really nothing to recommend in terms of adjusted odds going into uh, Friday on the Phoenix Open, right? No. Yeah, not not for me. I, I got to see some numbers because it, it's so uneven here. But obviously, like the way Sahif Figala started, and uh, we'll see what some some of these afternoon guys, some of them have gotten off to slow starts, and some of them, like uh, Cameron Young's, got off to a very quick start. I'll say Sahif Figala, the leader right now at six under, but you can't cash that first round leader bet yet because so many players are still on the course. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, not at all. I don't, I don't actually have first-round leader on uh, Figalov, so uh, I just have the outright. But I always right. like to see your guy getting, you know, at least in there at that. Off to a good start at 38-1, to one, but uh, a long way to go 
in terms of uh, that one. How many how many lib futures did you bet? I only bet I, I bet Kepka, I bet Ustays, and I bet Kevin Nan. That was it. Okay. Did you bet those smaller than what you bet yes. on the? Uh, yeah, the Phoenix Open. Uh, I bet about the same with okay. Kepka that I did with uh, you know, a couple of my shorter price guys. Yeah, I didn't go crazy on that. Small bets on the live and a little bit bigger bets on the PGA because yes. you got more course info to work with. And there were a lot of guys I thought that kind of fit what you were looking for in terms mm-hmm. of profile of a winning player in Phoenix this week. How about Jordan Spieth? Again, the roller coaster ride with that guy when you're watching him, you know, he can miss short putts. He can uh, drive the ball into trouble and then hit a phenomenal shot. And the next thing you know, he's putting for birdie. I thought Spieth played pretty well today to get the three under par, but he could, he could have scored better, Wes. And that same same thing was true with him last week at Pebble Beach when he was missing so many easy putts. You watch Jordan Spieth and you say, man, he left like three mm-hmm. three shots out there. He was three under. He could have been six under. Yeah. How did, you didn't play Spieth this I, week. I played him in, a I think, a top 20 placement market is all I played for him. I've got Spieth at 22 to 1, but, uh, man, he's so frustrating to watch. Sometimes you're better off not watching guys like that. We're going to take a quick break here. Going to track the uh, Arizona-Utah basketball game, and we got plenty more Super Bowl betting to talk as well. How about Mark Lawrence? He's joined us pretty much every week throughout the season, giving out a lot of winners. We're going to give Mark Lawrence a Super Bowl pick and uh, his opinion on some props. Playbook sports handicapper Mark Lawrence joins us next here on VSEN tonight. This is VSEN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks Guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSEN, you'll get four free boneless chicken breasts, four free boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Go to omahasteaks.com slash vcin. All right, let's welcome in playbooksports.com handicapper Mark Lawrence. And uh, Mark, you've joined us pretty much uh, every week all season and uh, had a lot of winners. How do you feel about the Super Bowl matchup? I think we've got a great matchup here, Matt. Uh, I don't think we could have asked for anything better. People might say maybe Baltimore, but I think it's better with Kansas City. I think a little more experience here and uh, maybe a little bit two more evenly matched football teams. I'm really looking forward to it. All right, well, let's jump into it and uh, talk about the side first. And I saw this, Mark. You put this out on Twitter, Super Bowl Nugget, from the well-oiled machine. Do you want to go ahead and uh, tell tell us what that's all about? Uh, what's it, the team with the um, Super Bowl percentages? Yeah, Super Bowl yep. teams sporting the better record have gone 1-15 and against the spread since 2004. Yeah, pretty ugly number, to say the least. Uh, I guess that being the popular team, I don't know how popular San Francisco might be in this case, but nonetheless, the team with the better record has not prevailed here in the last 16 matchups. There was a couple of matchups that had even records, but the last 16 where there was a differential, the team with the better record did not cash the ticket, or only one time. You see that information up there at Mark Lawrence on Twitter, and you said, amazingly, the only point spread winner – and that uh, included in that trend, that one in fifteen trend, was uh, eight years ago, two thousand uh, seven years ago, two thousand seventeen. Patriots came back from a twenty-eight-three deficit to beat the Falcons thirty-four twenty-eight 
in overtime, and that's the one and the one in 15, I uh, believe that. For what it's worth, uh, the Niners do own the better record over the Chiefs in the Super Bowl 58 matchup, Mark. Yeah, sort of surreal it being New England in that wild comeback against Atlanta, but uh, if it didn't happen, we would be talking about 0-16, and, and the whole world would be talking about it, I'm sure. You know. <laughs> Mark, also in his newsletter, uh, uh, does talk about some props that have actually never cashed in the past 22 Super Bowls and never been a field goal longer than 54 and a half yards, never been a player with 200-plus receiving yards, never been a punt return for a touchdown, never been a team to have a touchdown and a field goal in each half, 0 for 22. So a lot of little interesting nuggets uh, here in that playbook newsletter. Uh, Mark, let's go to the total, though, here. And it's been pretty stationary all week long. It's been 47 and a half hours. You know, obviously expecting as you get more people into town and especially some casual betters that we might see some 48s pop. Uh, you see a higher scoring game or a lower scoring game here on Sunday? I'm going to look to a low scoring game here, guys. I think uh, I think this is going to be where defense prevail, prevails. And I really believe both offensive philosophies are going to be run the football, control the time of possession. And if both teams do just that, you know, we'll see a shorter clock. And I think the defenses will prevail with that. I'd go to the under in the football game. Mark, how much do you get into uh, props, and do you have some uh, prop opinions and some plays? that look, Wes mentioned a few of them uh, there. Do you have any other props you want to mention on this game? Uh, you know, again, with that same theory or that same thought, uh, I'm looking to play Brock Purdy under completed passes, Brock Purdy under yardage, uh, just given the fact that I think these two teams are going to run the football Couple that with the fact that uh, I think there's more pressure on Brock Purdy here than there is Patrick Mahomes, or at least he'll feel there is more pressure. Uh, so I think those are two nice props to fade San Francisco's Brock Purdy with any props that involve anything with overs and unders. Yeah, that's one of the props that uh, I put up there at vcin.com is Brock Purdy under passing yards, 242.5. Wes, that's one of those that I don't think is going to be real popular with the public in terms of uh, – betting over i don't think purdy's going to get a lot of action yeah, over his prop yeah number. those are the ones that that i don't think you have to worry about when we were talking uh, uh with uh indiana jet here earlier in the hour uh about you know waiting on some of these props on some of the marquee guys the mahomes is and the kelsey's and mccaffrey's and all those guys if you want to bet unders wait because they're going to get driven up all week and then you can come back uh, over the top uh uh, Mark, since you uh, seem to like Kansas City in the game, uh, are you targeting any player props in particular there? We know what the popular ones are with Mahomes and Kelsey, but are you going uh, maybe a little bit down the board on the offensive side there for this team? Well, not so much for Kansas City. and you know, I'm sort of taking an anti-San Francisco stance and at least an anti-Brock Purdy stance. Brock Purdy, again, uh, over interceptions or over a half an interception, I think, uh, I think he'll bite the bullet in, in that regard as well. But uh, I think you'll also see um, a one-time score by Pacheco. I think he's the guy that they're going to rely on. If they're going to pound the rock, I think he's going to be the guy to find the end zone. He'd be the guy that I would say would score the touchdown, a one-time touchdown Pacheco. Are you going to go with the uh, the Chiefs side? Is that that's your official pick that you put out? Yeah, I put out the San Francisco side, guys. Uh, San Francisco you know, or Kansas City? No, no, I'm sorry, Kansas City. The, uh, the the thing I liked about it is, uh, aside from you know all the numerology and the experience in the head coaching, which I think is really vital when it comes to handicapping games like this, uh, there's a, a unique stat in the sense that 
championship games that involve number one and number two scoring defenses. The winner of those games has gone on to the Super Bowl five times and they've won all five Super Bowls. That, in this case, would be San Francisco as well with that defense. Any other factors that are really pointing you to the uh, the Chiefs side? Because we've analyzed this game a hundred different ways and I know I lean Chiefs, West leans uh, 49ers, you lean the Chiefs, and uh, what's the tipping point for you when you look at these two teams and say, all right, I'm going to go with KC here? Well, I think the tipping point to me might be something stupid simple, just given the fact that they're giving points to Patrick Mahomes, and uh, that's, I think, something you don't do, especially in big football games like this. You just don't give the man points. Uh, I was a little bit surprised at the line here, honestly, guys. I thought this game would be more closer to pick or maybe even Kansas City won. But I'm not a lines maker. I just handicapped the line that they put out there. And I guess <laughs> I guess the line's a good line because it stayed pretty rock solid pretty much from the send out to where it's going to go up in on Sunday. That's right. The betting market shapes the line. And uh, playbooksports.com, Mark Lawrence with us. Mark, we kicked off the show tonight talking about Billy Walters and his Super Bowl pick. And Todd Dewey of the Las Vegas Review-Journal caught up with uh, Billy at Super Bowl uh, Radio Row today. And here's a quote from Billy Walters. I'm going to bet on Kansas City. It's not going to be the biggest bet I ever made. It's going to be a small bet. A small bet for me is between 500000 and a million bucks on the Super Bowl. They made the line on the game 49ers by two. It's up to two and a half at some places. I think Kansas City should be a two-point favorite. I've got the other side favored. So that's Billy Walters in the Las Vegas Review-Journal today. And uh, Mark, he agrees with you. He, he, he thought uh, KC should be minus two here, not the other way around. Well, I concur with his thinking. Uh, you know, I like the way he thinks. And uh, this is a San Francisco team that arguably has the better talent on the football uh, on the two, of the two teams. You can point to the players and weigh all that out that way. But I think as a team collectively with the experience, and I think the experience is the critical factor in a football game like this. I think the edge swings to Kansas City in the game. Mark, do you have any uh, trends for your own Super Bowl uh, pick performance? Are you on a winning streak or anything like that on the big game? Yeah, we have. We've cashed in four of the last five years in the Super Bowl, which, you know, we'll take that every year. Which We'll, we'll eat every five years and we'll cash, we can cash three tickets. We're real happy with that. So, uh, But it's basically the same theory, the same philosophies, and that's handicapping first and foremost the coaches and the quarterbacks. And then going on to there, going on to common opponent stats. There's not a whole lot of edge in common opponent stats between these two teams. Uh, maybe slightly to Kansas City in the football game. Uh, and if there were a big edge, it would be oh, almost too obvious, and it would be maybe too, too many people would be aware of stuff like that. So, just the fact that it's not there, it's kind of hidden. I think it's a good thing because you don't want too many things pointing to one team, especially if you're on that one team. Mark, got about a, a minute left here, but was wanting to ask you what you think the score is going to land here because you do point out in your playbook newsletter only 15 of the 57 Super Bowls have been decided by one score or less. And it seems, though, with the way the, the opinion has been that this might be an outlier and we might get a one-score game here. Where do you expect it to land? Well, I think it is a one-score game, Wes. That's uh, Andy Reid's trait for so long. He's been in so many one-score football games throughout the course of regular and postseason games. It wouldn't surprise me a lick to see Kansas City win this game by a touchdown or a field goal. Touchdown or less are more likely a field goal. So we'll call, it, uh, we'll call it Kansas City 23, San Francisco 20. Well, each of the past two Super Bowls have been decided by exactly three points. Mm-hmm. 
There we yeah. go. There we go. That's a popular <laughs> prop. Mark Lawrence, PlaybookSports.com. Mark, appreciate the time tonight and all throughout the season. Good luck this weekend. Hey, guys, enjoy the game. Be well. I'll catch up with you down the road. Thank you. Thank you, all Mark. Right. Guess what, Wes? We're in triple overtime in we Salt Lake are. City, Arizona, we- and Utah. If you got the Utes and the points, you're going to have to win this game four times. <laughs> or lose it in the fourth overtime. Not, not, like, overtime. not like you're going to be upset at the result here. Yeah, got to live with it at yes. this point, whatever happens. All right, quick break. Back with more basketball betting on VSEN tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. never been a better time to have skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook because right now we have a VSIN exclusive offer for new DK customers. Earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet up to $2,500. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code VSEN when you sign up and earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet now. I can say this, Wes, uh, and, you know, if you're a college basketball better and NBA better, you've probably got your apps, your sport, sportsbook apps, uh, well-funded at this point. But if you don't and you're planning to bet the Super Bowl and coming in town, coming to Vegas this weekend, fund your apps because you don't want to wait in the line at the sportsbooks. If you walk in somewhere like the South Point or the Red Rock mm-hmm. – or the Westgate Superbook, or even here at Circa, at the wrong time over the weekend, it's like an amusement park line that snakes all the way through the sportsbook. And you yeah. don't want to wait in those lines. You want to be able to bet on your app, so fund your app. And they start very, very early in the morning, too. Like, you will go in these places at about 7 in the morning, and they'll be out the door. We have breaking news from the NFL Awards Department. And uh, I've said since the summer, I cannot believe DeMar Hamlin is an odds-on favorite to win Comeback Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. And he didn't put up any stats this year. was not an impact player. Okay, he almost died on the field the previous season, made a comeback. It's a great comeback. 
But I still think performance has to matter when you come back, not just stepping on the field and your presence being out there. Joe Flacco has overtaken DeMar Hamlin and won Comeback Player of the Year yeah, I, in the NFL. I believe heading into Week 14, he was like 250 to one. So probably not a lot of people scoop that at that point. But if you did, uh, congratulations. So Joe Flacco wins Comeback Player of the Year. Let me give it a, a couple other award updates as well. Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year. I think he opened 14 to one in the summer. Uh, so he gets there. Will Anderson, Defensive Rookie of the Year for the Houston Texans. They actually sweep the Rookie of the Year awards. Will Anderson at 5-1. to C.J. Stroud was 8-1 to to open the season as Offensive Rookie of the Year. They both win down there in H-Town and then uh, just announce uh, your MVP, Lamar Jackson, uh, who was, I believe, 16-1. to He had 49 of the 50 uh, first-place votes. Uh, the one that got the other was Josh Allen. He finished fifth overall, Dak second, McCaffrey third, Brock Purdy fourth. You know, it's interesting. You say Lamar Jackson got 49 of the 50 first place votes. Mm -hmm. If uh, Brock Purdy did not play so poorly on Christmas night, that blowout loss to the Ravens, I'm not even sure Lamar Jackson would have won MVP. Yeah, yeah, and look, and, and Purdy ends up with zero first place and votes. The, and then you look at the at the uh, total votes, uh, and it was a landslide. Uh, yeah. For Lamar Jackson, I think 493 with how they do the points, first through fifth. Dak second, McCaffrey third, Purdy fourth, Allen fifth. I said that night after the game, that game decided the MVP race and turned it into a runaway in favor of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people thought Brock Purdy was going to win MVP going into that Christmas night game. He mm -hmm. threw three picks, played poorly, Lamar and the Ravens win, and boom. How quickly did that flip? Yeah, this yeah. changes uh, throughout the year. Uh, also, uh, very quickly, they did announce the uh, class for the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Just to uh, announce that, uh, uh, Dwight Freeney from the Indianapolis Colts. Happy to see Dwight get in. Devin Hester gets in. Uh, Andre Johnson, the receiver for many years for the Texans. Uh, Randy Gratishar was part of that Orange Crush defense. A linebacker, he gets in. Patrick Willis, former 49ers linebacker. Julius Peppers, uh, pass rusher, uh, former North Carolina basketball player as well as football player. He gets in. And then uh, Steve Mongo McMichael. Good to see Mongo get in. He's obviously uh, battling ALS, was represented by his uh, wife, Misty. Uh, we were talking actually with Dr. Chow, who obviously has connections with the Chargers. And he was thinking, you know, he goes, it's not announced, but uh, kind of said that he had heard that maybe Antonio Gates uh, did not get in uh, this time uh, for the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. Big push to get Brent Musburger in the uh, the media part. Mm-hmm. Well, I... As as we should be. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, look. Dan uh, Patrick had Brent Musburger on the show, and he was surprised that Brent was not in. I, I'm I'm surprised, too, because I, I did not know uh, that he was not in. Uh, cre you know, created the pregame show, essentially. He did. First, the NFL first Today. First NFL pregame show. NFL the NFL Today, Today on, on CBS, CBS with yeah. uh, Jimmy DeGreek and Phyllis George and Irv Cross, later Jane Kennedy, uh, the whole gang. I mean, you know, he's somebody that changed sports television. So uh, hopefully, hopefully that gets done and that gets rectified uh, here very shortly. One of my favorite stories from our seven years in existence here at VSIN involves Brent Musburger. The first Sunday we were on the air was the Super Bowl between the Patriots and the Falcons. Have you ever heard me tell this story? Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. I'm going to tell it on the Friday night show. I won't tell it now then. 
It's actually a great story. Tell it tomorrow night. And uh, we got a loaded lineup on the Friday night show, and we're going to bring the Circuit College Hoops Challenge back for week two. And uh, Wes Reynolds, have you taken a peek? I'm going to work on uh, the Saturday schedule tonight after the show. Have you taken a look ahead at the Saturday I, schedule? I, I actually have not. Uh, I'm going to try to do that tonight. I got some, uh, got a couple Super Bowl props uh, to enter and uh, do a little bit more of that. We got a very small college basketball slate tomorrow, about three games on the college basketball slate tomorrow. So usually pretty short for a Friday night. And then we know, obviously, Sunday is very short because of the Super Bowl. So this is probably going to be the biggest Saturday slate that we will have the rest of the college football season or college basketball season, I should say. Well, it's a final in Salt Lake city. I'm not happy with the result, but I'm not completely ticked off because there were sixes out there and I grabbed six with uh, Utah overnight. And it wasn't a big bet for me, but uh, I did bet Utah plus six. And there were a lot of five and a half. So if you had five and a half, uh, sympathy goes out to you. This is one of the worst beats of the season. Utah probably should have won this game three times. It goes to three overtimes, and Arizona wins 105 to 99. It is now final. Okay, okay, because I was not seeing it yet on my screen. Uh, uh, Carlson makes a makes a shot here with 15 seconds left to go to make it 105 to uh, 99, and then uh, no foul at the end uh, for for Utah there. So. Arizona like, had to gut out a win on the road. Uh, you know, there were there were sixes out there. It did close mainly five and a half in the market, even some four and a half. So that was amazing how much the half yeah, point or the yeah. point means so many times in these college hoops games. And then, then wow. and then yeah. you'll, you'll you'll get the people though on the X men. Oh, don't ever buy a half a point. You're an idiot. Well, you're people that don't really bet. How's that? It's always people that uh, don't bet that are like, you know. Oh, the armchair well, critics aren't the yeah. ones. They don't have skin in the game. They just yeah. like to criticize other people. A- absolutely. That makes sense. That's not mathematical and, I, and I'm not saying buy it, buy it all the time. Yeah, but you there don't do it rare, all the time. There are rare occurrences uh, where you do, and you and, and to a key number. You know, if you're two and a half, it's like, okay, you buy it to three minus twenty. Or if you're, you know, getting uh, four and a half, you buy it to five. You know, those odd numbers like three, five, and seven, I think are key numbers in basketball. Now, some people will say I'm being foolish to say there are key numbers I in def- basketball. Def- absolutely definitely, are. definitely will say three is a key number, and I think seven is too. Yeah, and I think five can be as well because how, how many times do you see, okay, a team is down three, so then they're going to take it, you know, and then it's, you always hear, you don't have to go for two here. And I subscribe to that because if I'm on the dog, I'm like, yeah, right. yeah, go ahead and take the layup and see if you can get an and one. But, uh, yeah, three, five, and seven especially, I think are key numbers in basketball. So I'm somebody that does absolutely buy into that, and I think a lot of old-school gamblers do as well. Yeah, I think uh, we got to clarify that point, though. I, I would not be a proponent of buying points very often. It's going to be very rare. Yeah. Very rare situation. If you want to buy two and a half to three, if you had a chance to grab three and you missed it, mm-hmm. And then you say, well, I'm just going to take two and a half. No. Yeah, yeah. Nobody at that point you can buy it to three because yeah, the no, last thing you want to happen is lose that game by three. Yeah, nobody's saying, hey, huh? uh, buy twelve and a half to thirteen. No. no, no, don't don't do something ridiculous like that. But but on key numbers and especially when you get into the NCAA tournament where where these numbers are tight, you know, and you're and you're going to see that you know with, with you know playing halves, first halves, and second halves and whatnot. These numbers are going to be tight. 
Uh, it's just the way it is, and that's the way the market is. It's not necessarily just the odds makers. It's the market that makes those numbers really tight in these NCAA tournament and also these uh, conference tournament games. So that's when you'll see me buy a little bit more of, of a half points on those type of games. Yeah, and this is one of those games, talking about Utah, Arizona, where the Westgate Superbook, Circa, had six for a little bit, but it was not there for too long. Uh, so I'm afraid that probably – too many Utah betters got stuck with plus five and a yeah. half here and a six-point loss. That, 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 and that's, a t- that's a tough beat. Yeah. That is an absolute horrible beat. Uh, so now, now you. But wonder, you do also. You probably had the opportunity to play out of it a little bit at some point. Talking yeah. about the three overtime games. So hopefully you did that. Now look up. Yeah. You know I, I'm play I'm, I'm often of I'm often careful of a of fading teams off because i think oh, that no. gets priced in the number i'm gonna be looking to fade arizona here but but uh, yeah and and i might i'm talking utah as well because usually sure. i don't like to do that but utah gets arizona state three overtime game they had the wildcats on the ropes but also we'll talk about this game a little bit more hour number three the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 